<laughs> I'm so excited. To reveal. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> yes, it is Carl sometimes. This is sometimes. Welcome to the birthday boy, Carl Hamburger. Carl, thank you for being on with us. Guys, uh, long-time listener. I watch every week. I'm excited to be here with you both. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I am sorry to hear that uh, you couldn't figure out anything else to do on your birthday, but we appreciate that you're with us. And uh, not only is it Carl's birthday, not only are we celebrating Christmas, it is also Kissmas. So uh, returning to the show, returning champion, Don Jameson. Don, thanks for being here. First time, long time. Well, we appreciate uh, you being here. And uh, we're just here a couple weeks ago. Don, <laughs> a lot of Thank you, Eric. Uh, Don, very quickly, tell me, uh, tell everybody what you just told me about how you were at a dinner with Ace Freely uh, just a, a, like a week ago. Well, yes, it's fr fresh off the triumphant appearance, uh, breaking down the 1979. Uh, what was it? Uh, the, the day after show with Tom Snyder and their special, his special guest, Kiss. Two of whom remember the appearance, and two of whom sort of remember the appearance. Uh, but when I mentioned it to Ace that I'd done a whole podcast uh, revolving around that, he said, he, first thing he asked me was, "Did I do that recently?" <laughs> and, and I believe you said question number two was, "Who's Tom Snyder?" Yeah, yes. Question number two is Tom Snyder. But his girlfriend has a way of putting everything into historical uh, context for him. And uh, once we got him going, then he started remembering some of the jokes and and uh, how unpleased Gene Simmons was with him after the taping. Okay, so originally it was just a theory that he wasn't happy, but it, in fact, is confirmed he was not happy. No, and in fact, in the commercial break, um, their their manager at the time had, I don't know if it was Doc or it was a surrogate manager who was babysitting, but uh, he had to he had to step in during uh, a couple of the commercial breaks and try to calm the children down. But uh, as we all saw, it that was to no avail. Well, uh, in a in a moment, we're going to uh, kick off Kissmas with uh, a, a different clip, and uh, Ace Freely is not there, but uh, Gene finds someone to be very upset with, which we'll talk about in a moment. <laughs> but uh, Eric Zane, uh, please let everybody in our chat know how super chats work on this show, because I'm not going to lie, there are probably people that haven't checked out this show in two or three months, because uh, now that Hamburger's back on board. Hamburger, maybe we'll get some of those hamburger super chats. Oh, yeah. Well, with two A-listers, you expect nothing but. I mean, I'm looking at the number of people viewing. It's already exponentially higher than what when you and I are in here schlepping it up. So that's a great point. Uh, if you leave a super chat, the highest dollar amount with a snarky thing that you say, that's what uh, Christian will sign off with. So, I mean... You can talk about anything you want. And I, frankly, I think that people are kind of missing an opportunity here to make uh, Christian really, really uncomfortable. So uh, take advantage of that. Absolutely. In fact, we already have a couple that came in. Um, it looks like Simon 343. Happy birthday to Carl. Still rocking the frosted tips. <laughs> well, hey, it is, off, it is the Christmas season. Yeah. Right. Real Somebody quick. Say something nice. You can absolutely do that, too. So this is twofold. Uh, a super happy fun chatter sent two bucks to Carl for his birthday. Carl got drunk. Not yet. 
We're not there yet. I did get this uh, note this morning from producer Chris sent this to me. Happy birthday to you. You know, producer Chris sounds drunker than usual in that clip. (laughs) You might have a problem. You might need to go talk to him. That's a little violation here. If you could please leave all that <laughs> bullshit podcast war stuff. Sorry, no more stuttering, John. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, we we don't do that shit here. We talk. We have Don Jameson. We don't want to hear about your little feuds and whatever it is that's going on. So good point. If you don't mind? Could you please keep it above board? That's a great point. When when Don's gone, we can uh, get into more of that stuff. And uh, Don, uh, obviously, uh, when uh, when your time is uh, dwindling will give you a chance for some plugs, but I know you've got a big show coming up on New Year's Eve. We should uh, mention that at the top of the show, right? Yeah, so I'll be in Nashville, which I'm very excited. Uh, there's a great little music venue down there called Wine Down, uh, windownnashville.com. And uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, they are shutting down, but appropriately, I'll be the one shutting them down. Because uh, after New Year's, that club will be closed, and it won't be the first one I've ever closed with my comedy stylings. So <laughs> come on out, New Year's Eve, Nashville, windownnashville.com. All right. Uh, and the uh, Wired Christian says Don is Thank actually you. a real comedian. And I think it's important to point out that uh, we have real Don Jameson, not discount Don Jameson. <laughs> this show brings you the real, actual Don Jameson. I've talked so, to Discount Don many times my first time talking to the actual Don Jameson. It's great yeah, to have you on the show, buddy. Oh, it's oh, great to be with you, Carl. Thanks, man. It's, uh, this is fantastic because the last time we talked, Kiss, <laughs> it was too goddamn long. <laughs> and uh, Liam points out, how many hours will this week's Kiss segment be? Well, th- this entire show is part one of the Kiss conversation, <laughs> and then part two will be on Boxing Day. All right, Liam McEnany, we appreciate your $2. But let's kick off. I know we're doing things a little different this week. We're going to kick off our moments in broadcasting history. All right, so this year for Kissmas, uh, we're going to have uh, some clips from the Howard Stern interview from 1993 featuring Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. The person that is going to be annoying Gene Simmons is, of course, Howard Stern. This is a very interesting moment in time for Howard. He is not quite the king of all media, which might come across in uh, some of this. And uh, I want to start off with a clip that uh, will make you realize just how much money he's made in the last 30 years. I wish I could pay the taxes on $100 million. I'd be uh, happy. To, I'd be happy. To what? Do you think he's happy paying the taxes on $100 million at this point? Uh, Every in, quarter in, he has to pay the tax on $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to suck. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, this is well, the good thing is, good thing is, he hasn't overstayed his welcome in radio, though. <laughs> that's the radio so, yeah. way to do it. That's That's normal. Come on. Yeah, I mean, you understand how radio works. It's uh, it's never really about uh, when it's your time to go. Uh, so there's uh, there's a number of things that uh, Howard says that really stand out. Some of them really haven't aged well. Uh, I don't know that this one was ever true. But I tell you what, if somebody would have said the same thing about a loved one of yours, whether it's your wife, your children, your, your mother, your father, 
you would have done the same thing because that is wrong i did not get offended that easily i don't i do not get offended easily and i always wait to hear something firsthand always well always wait it was a very uh Anybody who uh, listened to Howard uh, over the years, Carl, do you think um, that uh, Howard doesn't get offended easily? Do you think that that's accurate? Howard one time got very upset with Richard Christie for pulling a prank on him because Howard says, you don't prank me, I prank you. I'm not the one getting pranked around here. He's uh, very thin-skinned, that Howard Stern. Yeah, Sal talked into his microphone once, and uh, I'm surprised (laughs) he still works there. (laughs) The, the The bullhorn incident. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Uh, as soon so, as I saw Gene, I was picturing uh, one of the extras from Game of Thrones. What a <laughs> fucked up look that is. Well, uh, Don, talk about this moment in, in history, as they say. This is uh, the revenge era. So this is before they uh, realize how much money they could make by putting the makeup on and getting back together with the other uh, two members. Uh, talk about what you thought. You know, you're not a, you're not as crazy about Kiss as I am, but what did you think of this look, this era, the revenge era of Kiss, Don? Well, while I agree with, with Eric about the, this look being awful, it, it is by far my favorite Gene look. <laughs> he, you, know, he, he's, you know, he's growing the goatee in there because, you know, it's the 90s. Um, you know, he still got the flashy shirt on just so people, you know, don't forget. Cause you know, we had just come out of the eighties where, you know, some of their costumes were so flamboyant. They could have read the kids during drag queen story hour. <laughs> and so this look kind of encapsulates all of it. It's the nineties wig for the nineties. It's the goatee. And of course the grungier sound on the later kiss records. If Cher became a man, it would look like this. Oh, well, I'm so glad you brought up Cher because we're going to hear a lot about her as we go along. But uh, oh, good. first, Howard uh, has a question about uh, about Jean's jewelry. Wait a minute, Gene. Are you wearing what? Is this a cross? No, this is a dagger. No, but... that, is a, that is a Christian cross. And you guys, you Not guys from, uh, you're this... from Queens, Paul, right? We're... Yeah, I was brought up in this... Queens. What is your real name, Gene? Tell everyone your real name. Well, I named myself Gene Simmons, so therefore that's my real yeah, name. Yeah, but it's I am what? Well, my, my point is Howard Stern is not really your real name. No, Howard Stern is my real name. No, it's not. <laughs> Nobody Before names you, themselves Howard Stern. You didn't name yourself. Somebody named you. My uh, mother named me, and she there, wanted to name me Harvey. I should have smacked her in the therefore, head. Therefore, it's not your real name. Yeah. My, my point is that my name, the name I chose for myself, was Gene Simmons. Well, Usually wait, when what, you're born. But you were born in Israel, true? I was. All right. And you were born in Israel. You come over to this country at what age? I was about nine years of age. Nine years old, and uh, you were studying to be a rabbi, True. True. At nine, you were studying to be a rabbi. Where is he well, going with this? Well, that's that's sake. actually why I let it go a little bit longer God than I, I normally would. You know, <laughs> Howard gets uh, so much praise, let's Jesus say like Christ. a decade ago, about being a great interviewer. And I, I think legitimately it was something he got really good at. But uh, th- this is... As the great Casey Kasem would say, this is a fucking ponderous. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Let the guy talk. He's just he screaming at him, interrupting him nonstop. Like, but, but, but what's your name? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Whatever. Speaking of Howard's microphone, like whatever the modulation is that they started using a few years later when he's actually in the studio, I f- uh-huh. you forget kind of this voice of his. But uh, yeah, Gene's just – look, and should Gene be wearing a dagger on an interview with his shirt open, Don? I mean, do you think that uh, maybe that's the better question? Well, I'm, yeah, it's not so much the jewelry, but it's, um, it's you know, the, Howard Stern, the guy who for, for decades insisted he, I'm only half Jewish, only half Jewish. 
is now attacking a full, fully Israeli man with a Hamas-style verbal assault <laughs> and browbeating him until he admits he is a Jew. Yeah. And look, he, I mean, if I were Gene Simmons, I wouldn't want to say on TV that my name's Heim White. I get it. But I think, uh, you know, he's just like, what does it matter, uh, Howard? Uh, Gene really has, uh, you know, he has to put up a little lot from Howard in this opportunity because I don't know if you've heard, but uh, Gene used to talk about how he'd uh, been with a few women in his day. And uh, that's what Howard really latches on to. But uh, the interview styling is uh, still leaving a lot to desire uh, as Basically, Howard does the, uh, the the worst thing, which is basically just repeating something that somebody said to you and uh, claiming it as your own joke. I believe that's called a Zumok, Carl. Maybe I'm wrong. But, uh, let's... Don't clam up on me tonight. Uh, Gene, All right, we're trying you. To, I'm you trying have to... a lot of sex stories, and you're going to reveal them what tonight. Is this I thing? Hear what is this thing with you? It's voyeurism. You well, know? I would love – listen, I'm a married man. I've uh, not had sex with a different woman for 19 years. I've I don't only, believe that. I swear to you it's true. I swear to tell the What does your wife think about that? Uh, my wife, listen, don't be a wise guy, okay? Now, listen to me. Yeah. The uh, point is that I really have not had an affair in 19 years with a different don't woman. Don't be a wise guy. And when I have rock stars on, guys, who have had sex with lots of different women, it's exciting, especially like Gene here, who's had sex with uh, Cher. Will Chamberlain. And uh, even we learned uh, a little uh, Will Chamberlain, we learned. And no, not Will Chamberlain, but uh, Jessica Hahn as well, we heard. Yeah, so uh, Paul says, Will Chamberlain is a joke. And then uh, Howard immediately says, yeah, Will Chamberlain. I, I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> yeah. he gets so much better than this. Like, you know, but then the next time that I remember him interviewing these two guys, Carl, was just like last year. And all he wanted to talk about is how much Gene Simmons must hate his mother. If he, I, I believe you covered that on WHA. Well, he wanted to talk about his childhood the entire yeah. interview yeah. for some Therapy. reason. Therapy. But also, yeah. I think Paul Stanley was just talking about who he slept with. It probably wasn't the Will Chamberlain we know. It's a different wilt. Yeah. It's a very, no, it's, a very it's, it's Billy Chamberlain. It's some guy he picked up. Yes. <laughs> I I much prefer this interview style than the uh, Wikipedia interviews he does now for the last 10 years. Okay. Oh, so, you know, you mean uh, Howard's interviews, where it's yeah. uh, it's it's over it's a little over research. But well, my favorite thing that Howard does now is he's talking to Robert Plant, and then it's like, hey, you remember this song? And then he plays a little Led Zeppelin song. What about this one? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I think he had like Mick Jagger for 30 minutes, and uh, half of it was him playing his songs and uh, trying to talk to him about it. But Jeez. in this day and age. Good old Howard felt like what he wanted to know about was uh, all the sex these guys were having. And uh, I, I don't know. At this point, it, it's wearing really thin with Gene. So you're saying you're accessible to your fans. I know Gene is very accessible to the female fans. Gene has had over a thousand women. You know, you're, you're going to drive this point to the ground. Of Look, course. Yeah, I never but you drive, it, you drive it to the ground. You're the guy who, who publicizes uh, the women that he has. I, I do no such thing. If you're fascinated with knowing and he's fascinated with talking. He loves talking. I shut up and do it. You know what? Do you think that's true, Don? That <laughs> that Paul Stanley is uh, just as much of a of a coxman with the ladies as Gene, and he just keeps quiet about it. Is that uh, is that the rumor that's uh, followed the band around for all these years? Uh, well, um, you know, a, a coxman with the ladies. You know, um, there, there could have been a period after coxman. Um, but, um, or, or possibly a comma between Cox and Min. I, I don't know. 
and, and then the question mark, uh, yes, uh, three at least after that, and and a smiley face emoji winking. But um, I don't, you know, but they have their shtick between them, and I'm sure Paul was very proud of that line. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. That's what he remembered about this. So uh, prior to this interview, uh, Gene Simmons had uh, threatened to basically beat up Howard because of uh, comments that uh, that Howard had made for Kiss's second drummer. Uh, Eric Carr passed away. Uh, He's a great drummer. People really liked him. And apparently he was a big fan of Howard. So he kind of thought like, oh, okay, one of his friends talked to Howard and, and uh, Howard kind of made fun of Eric Carr after he died. Maybe not the best choice. But uh, so he also is hammering Gene about this to the extent that uh, he has this very comfortable interaction with Gene where he asks him to stand up to see who might be able to kick each other's ass. Well, no, I think Gene could probably beat me up. Stand up, Gene. Let me see. Let me see how tall you are. Let me see how big a man you are. I wonder if I could. I, I wonder if I could beat you up. He looks pretty rough, though, right? You look kind of rough. No, I mean, when it's important, I think anybody can beat anybody up. Have you ever been in a real fight? I haven't been in a single fight in my entire life. You have never kicked anyone's butt. Never. And yet you were prepared to take me on, knowing that I'm a black belt in uh, jujitsu. Black belt, silver belt. I could have mopped the floor with. You feel you would have won easily. So I don't know. Stupid. I don't know. Everything about this is stupid. Everything. That, yeah. Is, are there two people I'd less want to see fight than 1993 Howard? Howard, Howard can't beat up Mini Kiss. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Howard gets ass kicked by everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm a little surprised that uh, Gene never got into a fight. You know, I mean, you just figure you wear boots that often in public. It's just going to well, come up at some point. Uh, <laughs> one. One final point on the the fight and even uh paul stanley's had enough of the this line of questioning so you, you told my producer that you were going to do what to me tell everyone go ahead confess how you acted like a child go ahead is this a mini series no, <laughs> no 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 confess what you said gene go ahead and we'll get into the whole kiss thing and the new cd and everything but just go go ahead the new cd called uh alive alive three yes but we'll get just to that. came out yeah. i have it right here and we're going to talk about the uh, new cd that's a very fine idea because uh, the record company would be very very sorry if you didn't do that oh please and they'll come here and beat you up yes <laughs> They will threaten my life. Now, this Look. is so not interesting. And I think that that's one of the <laughs> things that stands out to me about all of this. And I don't even blame it all on Kiss. I blame it on fucking Howard. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's back Howard. then, to think that back then there were people hanging on his every word for this fucking interview, it, it shows how much uh, uh, better we are at what we consume, that our tastes have evolved to such a higher level. The fact that He's talked about nothing interesting during all of this. He's got badgering on with him, and it's he's fucking annoying. He's just badgering his guests. I remember he had Frank Zappa on. This had to be back in the late 80s or something. And he was trying to do these bits with Zappa, and Zappa wasn't going along with any of it. It's like, dude, you have Frank Zappa in the studio. Talk to him about something. Yes, Not it. everything has to be about, yeah, I mean, Howard's definitely evolved since this era for sure. Well, he's, I just, he's, I just, he's wacky. He's, he's wacky and kooky. He's every yeah. fucking morning zoo you've ever seen. Yeah. But in all fairness, we didn't see the entire clip because right after that, Paul says that he just kicks ass and doesn't talk about it. So, <laughs> and, and he puts the X in the sex. So. <laughs>
Uh, I see a super chat uh, there. Yes, Belial Bradley, I think I said that right, says Gene Simmons has the saddest sex tape out there and threw $5 at us. Thank you. And I did not mention uh, another one from that same person. Rochester equals NYU bootleg (laughs) bootleg degree capital. We cheer them out as quickly as we can over here. Uh, well, we, we talked a lot about sort of the perception of Paul Stanley, and uh, let's just say that uh, sometimes there's clips that uh, age well, and then there's uh, this one. Oh, look and Gene enjoy. Simmons, and this would be the Paul Stanley. Let me tell you something, just yeah. for yeah. an exclusive. Yes. He was screwing Barbie. Yeah, that's right. That is right. No, 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 he was. He was having you. sex with Barbie right here. Asshole. So what was I, with G.I. Joe? No, you were with your wife. So... Paul asks, so what? I was with G.I. Joe, and uh, look, I think he's trying to tell us something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Paul just wants to let us know something, but uh, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm misinterpreting that. What do you guys think? What is going on here? Cobra Commander's very confused by that. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of uh, people maybe trying to tell us a little bit of something about themselves and rumors that have swirled around them in recent years, uh, Howard has a really curious behavior here with the Peter Kristall. I got to say something. Look at the buttocks on this particular member. Is that nice or what? I think I, I, was, I think it was Action Jackson. He was just Action Jackson. Yeah. Let me tell you something. This, uh, I am all man, and I've never looked at another man's buttocks, but this doll has a beautiful buttock. Touch this man's buttocks. Go ahead. You're not going to believe it. It's fantastic. I want to take him out to dinner first. I'll yeah, wait. take him out to dinner before you touch his buttocks. Now- so in that 19-second clip, Howard twice again did that thing where somebody makes a joke and he just repeats it. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, look, I'm a, I'm a huge Howard fan, you know, less now, but, you know, and I think that uh, he was so much better shortly after this. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think it is, Carl, as somebody who knows? This yeah. interview would have been better if Kiss wasn't there. Howard just wants to be talking. I mean, you're seeing this now. He's like trying out his bits. He's got props now. He's doing prop comedy. He's fucking carrot top. Are you hold on a second? I got a theory because right now, you uh, for the last several years, we've heard Carl talk about how shitty Howard is. This is obviously a pile of shit. So, <laughs> are you telling me there's a neat little pocket where it's amazing? Yeah, really? I, I'm gonna tell you, yes, there absolutely is. Uh, especially the uh, you know, Artie Lang on the show, the early years on Sirius, uh, where it was like I, I didn't want to miss it. and. Uh, you know, there's a there's a clip that I was going to leave on the table, but uh, Carl, you talked about how Howard's turned into a prop comic. I want to thank my mother. Yeah, yeah, oh. sure, go ahead. I, I just wanted to say to Eric, look, it's no free beer and chicken, all right, <laughs> oh. Eric. Hey, don't but get it, it was butt pretty hurt. good. <laughs> don't get butt hurt because you like <laughs> shit radio. This sucks. <laughs> you know, so, so, some would say that the present day free beer and hot wings is the best era of the show. I don't oh, know who would say you. that, but people you are saying asshole. this. I know what you're doing there, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I heard a clip on your own show. It was pretty great. Uh, they were badgering a girl for uh, having an opinion on something. So Come on, great. guys. Let's get back to Carrot Stern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, Carrot Stern uh, dips into his bag. I want to thank my mother, who actually uh, took the lunchbox. There's kiss no lunch sandwich can open from a kiss concert. Uh, let me see. I can open it up. I packed a roast beef sandwich <laughs> in it. My mother. There it is right there. Hello, guys. Okay, so there it is. So for our audio audience, Howard produces a roast beef sandwich out of a Kiss lunchbox and does have it talk to them. Uh, so I, I thought for sure it was going to be a vagina joke. Like, oh, gee, is your dick going to yeah. go in this thing? I can't believe it's taking you so long. You're right. It is prop comedy. He's like, 
you know, poor man's soupy sales or carrot top, just like you're saying. I am surprised that Gene didn't try and fuck that sandwich, to Carl's point. (laughs) The the legendary whiz in the Howard Stern costume, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Uh, It's amazing to watch uh, multi-multi-millionaires just devolve into 12-year-olds. (laughs) <laughs> at school in the cafeteria they're gonna fight each other i'm, I'm surprised you know what one didn't say his dad could kick the other guy, dad's ass and all gene and gene is so like gene's so cranky because it took half the show to get a plug-in yeah yeah right right yeah he's but like he, he's like a Brit, old british guy who hasn't had his first drink of the day and he's all cranky <laughs> until he finally gets you know he gets that pint in him and then he's you know he's the happiest guy on earth that's like gene it's he's pavlov's dog with a plug for kiss alive three right. I like, too, how Gene tried to make it seem like, look, I don't care if you plug our stuff or not, but the record company is going to be very upset. <laughs> yeah, Me, personally, I, I find it kind of weird that yeah, we're marketing I, our stuff all the time. But Yeah, I only no. have 20% on the back end. I don't care if people go and buy Kiss Alive 3. What were you going to say, Eric? Sorry. Fast forward to today. Can we have a, a moment where it's Paul, Gene, Howard again promoting the whatever the fucking avatars are that are going to come to a town near you. Oh, my God. Uh, I think Howard would think it's pretty cool because he likes the idea that they don't have to leave their house. Yeah. <laughs> well, Don, you probably saw when Kiss was on Stern. I think it was this year, maybe last year. It's pretty. Yeah, recently. it was over the yeah. summer, I think. Yeah, it was this year. Yeah, yeah. And Eric, it's so awkward because they're in full Kiss gear, makeup and everything like that because they're performing songs live over a two hour interview. You you watch the other two guys in Kiss just stand there like dopes. <laughs> Howard has no interest in them. There's no questions. The entire time, Paul's trying to be like, "Well, you know, it's funny to say that because our guitarist over here." Yeah. And I was like, "Ah, right, whatever. Moving on. Let's get back." <laughs> At one point, he literally says, "Well, Eric has a good story about that." And Eric, does, you know, they both have good stories, but he, Howard wasn't interested. He's like, "Yeah, hey, but uh, let's no. talk about Gene hating his mom." Oh, <laughs> oh no! And, and then of course, Paul had Paul had the most cringe line quite possibly in the history of radio because yes like you said he ignored the you know the two newest members of kiss um but howard has to ask about you know why don't you get back with ace and peter and have them you know play on the end of the road tour and and paul said well if they played with us they'd have to call us pith <laughs> that's right that's exactly what he said and, and uh craig gas has nothing on you i didn't know you had a paul stanley that's a good that's a good poem. It. it's all it's all i could it's all i could mustard i did a little sachet for you i've done my duty today let me get my plugs in and get out of here like gene no 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 you've got to you've got to see gene try to get his plugs in we've got just a few more clips of, of that hang on that you two take a higher percentage than the other members because you're considered the core founders of the group we make sure that everything turns out right and everybody's very happy especially on a live three which really makes sort of encompasses the entire history of the band which just came and out. you become multi-millionaires and what do you do you are guys who were raised in queens yes right uh, this is the second time, eyes. by the way, where where Howard tries to talk to them about how they're from Queens because he he's really latched onto the fact that, that they're they're from Queens. Uh, but yeah, just Gene rolling his eyes. I mean, like, yeah. So how about how about those plugs? You you know how much I like to plug my material on the show. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, just a couple now, more. Gene yelled at me during the last break. He said, "Look, I want to talk about my CD. That's why I'm here. 
I want I to talk about a live street. Right. With I will allow you to plug your CD if you tell me what it's like to have a <laughs> night with Cher in bed and if she's good in the set. That a, will be the deal. It's a deal. All right. Right after these words. <laughs> Three uh, people clapping. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the worst is the fact that there's no audience. So the people who are working in the studio are, are clapping. Uh, so I think eventually Gene realizes, all right. Howard's going to keep asking me what it was like to fuck Cher, and he won't let me promote my CD until I do. Why should I show you a new video unless you tell me what it's like to have a night with Cher? Okay. Where do we meet Cher? Give me, give me a little a sample of how you got Cher. Where did you meet her quickly? Uh, we met at a party, and I asked her to sing on my solo record, and uh, I told you the specifics. But this is the real. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is, wait a second. You're not getting off easy. You, you need to tell me you meet oh, her. Oh, he does how long not did you like that. Story? Tell me that. How long? A oh, day? Two minutes. Are you that charismatic that you can bed her down in a, in a minute? Uh, was she on the rebound from Sonny? <laughs> For me? Yeah. Sonny was great. Sonny was, did you have Sonny as well? Oh, yeah. Did you end up in the sack with Sonny? Yes, and yes. Sonny was just superb. All right, so the point yeah. is you're not going to tell me about you. That way, I'm only going to play a little bit of your what video specifically now. do you want to I want to know, is she incredible in bed? Yes. Okay. Does it take a long time to woo her, or <laughs> can you get it done quickly? It takes a long time. It takes a long time. You wasn't kind of thing where oh you could do it in one night. God. She's not as loose as we think she might be, right? Fucking terrible. Right. Yeah, I'll okay. show the video. All right. Now here's your new video. Let's take a little look at this. Yeah, and he finally shows the video. Uh, Why should I show you a new video unless you come? Sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> I think mean, Eric Carl loves this more than anybody. He wants to, he's gonna listen to it again. All right. Carl thinks this is great. Well, what I can't understand is that Gene Simmons then went and got on, and I know we're not allowed to say his name on the show, but was in Stuttering okay. John's music video after this? <laughs> Why is Gene even friends with these people? This is not the last time that, uh, you know, that these guys spent time with Howard, you know, but you'd think it would have been. But uh, I think that uh, Gene probably preferred when they were fighting and he wanted to kick his ass. I'm surprised he didn't want to kick his ass after this. Uh, well, all right. I, let's I think, see. I, I was going to say, no, I said, you know, the th Gene just wanted to cover up for the fact that, you know, Cher wrote the song, If I Could Turn Back Time, about dating Gene. And the original title, which most people don't know, was If I Could Turn Back Time, I Would Have Fucked Ace Instead. <laughs> I, think, I think we all would have. Even, even we didn't want that out there. <laughs> All right, let's let's let uh, let's let the plug get in for a thirty-year-old album. This is the CD. You have all the songs on here, the live versions. Is that correct? That's right. And these are not touched up in any no, way. This, this is, is a real this is our third live album in fifteen years. This hey, uh, Don Howard asked the question. These are the live versions. They're not touched up in any way, and uh, they ignore that. Um, do you think Howard has uh, has some inside knowledge about what live albums are actually all about? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know, this interview is so all over the place. I mean, it's just it's stream of consciousness. Uh, he's just babbling on and on. And uh, but they don't care because they're getting the plug. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think we can safely assume if it's a Kiss live album. Uh, there's almost nothing live about it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> even the uh, even the audience is uh, from a different concert uh, from, what yeah, we from last year's Super Bowl. And so uh, our final clip for this segment is uh, just a, a little reminder of someone and uh, why it's in our Hall of Fame segment. Uh, we get a cameo appearance from uh, someone very important to the Stern Show lore. What I've done is I've changed my hairdo around. I don't know if you guys notice. Uh, you guys uh, would be aware of this kind of stuff. You're very into the rock fashion. I am growing my hair out to the side. 
That is where the move I'm going. Who told you to do that, Mr. Shirley? No, uh, Mr. Ralph told me to do that. Where is Mr. Ralph? Let, Mr. Ralph, come take a bow. He has been advising me. Mr. Ralph, you want to take a bow? Why is he talking about this? Ralph, come on. Come on, take a bow. This idiot is telling me what to do. Blue. There he is. Take a look at that. There you go. That's the great Ralph Shirella taking a bow. Uh, but he, yeah, he this is Okay. This isn't from the recording session. This is actually what aired on the show that he brings Ralph out. For yeah, I like that. I think he goes, "Hey, Paul Stanley, I have a boyfriend too. Hey, Ralph, come on out here. I want to introduce you." <laughs> well played, Carl. Well played. <laughs> and we, well, but we uh, have to say, rest in peace to Ralph Sorella, yeah, uh, one of the great villains ever on a radio show. May he and his berries uh, rest in peace. <laughs> I, I loved him as a caller on the Howard Stern show. He was great. Oh, yeah, and, and one of the best beards ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, uh, Don. The one he grew. I think we all knew what you meant. Uh, Don, I've got uh, a couple clips that I think uh, will be of particular interest for you. Uh, so stick with us while we head over to Who Are These Pundits? Folks out there need to listen up, mainly because here comes Who Are These Pundits? And uh, I assume, Don, that uh, at some point you've gotten to know the great Doug Stanhope. I, I feel like, uh, you know, you must have crossed paths with him. He's a, you know, he's been around long enough, right? He, he I would have to say, you know, other than other than Dice um, in the in the current day, uh, Doug Stanhope is my favorite comic. Yeah, and I think uh, we're we're all probably decent sized fans of uh, of Doug Stanhope. Uh, someone who's not, as it turns out, is uh, Jesse Waters. Uh, I'm going to assume that there's a producer on Jesse Waters' show who, like us, big Doug Stanhope fan, thought that uh, it would be a good fit. Uh, and uh, I've heard Stanhope talk about this appearance. It was uh, supposed to be four minutes. Let's uh, take a look. Doug Stanhope's a comedian who joins us now. Doug, I mean, I miss this. this Hunter's cool. Hunter Biden. Hey, you know, first of all, I, I have no party affiliation. I am wingless. I am a grub worm maggot. I don't care either. But you're completely ignoring that they were making fun of themselves as much as anyone. I listened to the sketch. I don't know dog dick about hunter biden i have a, a home life and i i do things i don't but it, hunter biden isn't a new story like if you go back to uh uh betty ford had problems were you trashing her for being an alcoholic the guy's evidently a drug addict he's having some fun i guess billy bush <laughs> uh, billy carter billy beer billy beer wasn't that funny in the moment uh, we'll let uh, Doug continue in a moment, but uh, I, I watch a lot of Fox News. I'm pretty sure that uh, this is the first time that the phrase dog dick has uh, ever made it. <laughs> yeah. It goes fantastic. God I thought it. Tucker got fired for that. <laughs> <laughs> that that might have been what it was. The interesting thing, and you, they'll go to the wide shot again. Uh, I heard Doug talking about this after the fact. Uh, they they uh, they sent a camera crew to a diner where he was eating before he was hosting an open mic somewhere he lives out in Arizona. So you'll notice our visual audience will 
see it's it's very brightly colored. There's a lot happening back there. And uh, what he didn't know, uh, Doug Stanhope had never even heard of Jesse Waters. So what he learned was basically while he was on hold, uh, waiting for the segment to start. So uh, he's he's got some thoughts that uh, he wants to share with Jesse. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, unfreeze, don't unfreeze that yet because I'm just yeah, thinking, sure. look at both of those. Those are the perfect headshots for both of those guys. <laughs> Jesse with the fake smile plastered on his face and Doug with the drunk face. He's got one eye open. open. Yeah, actively exactly. passing out, yes. <laughs> Did we have to wait a long time? Uh, Chelsea Clinton, you know, she she sold a bunch of uh, top secrets to uh, WikiLeaks and changed her gender. <laughs> All of the presidential. Great joke, by the way. Fantastic. Even even Jesse doesn't want to laugh. He's like, all right, I'll give you that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> Families have had issues. Why the Hunter? Why Hunter Biden is specifically chafing your your crack well i think because hunter has had all of the issues that everyone has ever had in the history of first families and i'm fine with it because this whole time i, banged, I didn't realize how I banged cool my was. brother's wife while he was getting the night before my brother graduated boot camp at paris island i banged his fiance in a pool in a holiday in at 17. Okay. So I said it's technically right. a rape victim. Too. Right. I'm all saying right. we've all done things. We've all no done things. You've me there was done quite be a few things, things this evening. Uh, oh, <laughs> Have another one, Stan Hope. Love you. <laughs> I just started. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that's awesome. <laughs> that's uh one of my one of my favorite appearances because yeah. uh you know the the square guy in the suit always goes with the well i guess they're both in suits but uh jesse waters is like oh have a few more it's like all right i don't think it has anything to do with him drinking you know no. he does have a drink in his hand but <laughs> have you uh have you ever done you know maybe not quite that don have you ever done one of those like you know you're going to be playing in a in a market so you did like the local morning show and you're like oh i've come into something that uh, i wasn't even remotely prepared for <laughs> oh i i think you you know very well that there's a clip out there of myself and jim florentine doing the local news in kansas city and uh our segment also was supposed to be four minutes much like Stan hopes, uh, it ended prematurely with us being asked to leave the TV station and escorted out of the building. Uh, and if anybody wants to see what that's all about, just put uh, put in Jim Florentine and Don Jameson morning show, Kansas City. And uh, <laughs> you, you never saw a guy do plugs faster. <laughs> this would be the moment for me to to roll that out. But instead, I've got one more clip to uh, before we let you go. Uh, oh my gosh, the greater good with a dollar ninety nine. Feliz cumpleaños, Senor Hamburguesa. Uh, we appreciate that greater good. Uh, you mentioned somebody listeners to the Who Are These uh, yeah. Network. We appreciate yeah. it. It's it's very controversial uh, because Paco wants to be first, but uh, every week you've got more Mexican listeners. Uh, but, Paco's uh, a fake it, Mexican compared to our real Mexican listeners. <laughs> well, it all depends on how he eats his tortillas. In any case, I've got one more <laughs> clip for Don before uh, we let you get in your plugs, and uh, it will reference uh, somebody that you mentioned a moment ago. Others imitated. We appreciate. W-A-T-P. 
Don, a moment ago you talked about how great uh, the great Andrew Dice Clay still is. I just saw him about a month ago at the World Turn here. Uh, still, uh, you know, it's, it's the act is definitely a little different, but it's still so funny. And uh, how uh, you basically you've known him the whole time you've been in comedy. It seems like right, Don. Yeah, a good part of it. And, uh, you know, doing 10 years with him on the road, uh, you know, I, what I, whatever you're going to show will will not surprise me in any way, shape or form. I've I've watched the man shoplift. Um, I've seen him <laughs> take his shirt off on airplanes. Uh, anything you pull out now is not going to surprise me. No, and I, I think uh, everybody should give Andrew Dice Clay a follow on Instagram where he goes up to people who have no idea who he is and says it's okay if they want a picture and uh, just how he really just doesn't let them alone. Well, he was uh, in New York uh, doing uh, Good Day New York, and uh, he decided to help out the uh, local weather girl here. They've definitely picked up in speed, causing for blustery conditions across the region. Sweetheart, I, I, I got it from here. Let yes. me, I'm good with this because I, I was already outside. You know, I don't know if you were out there. Oh, so yes. well, it's no, coming. <laughs> there's going to be more sun, you there know, is. after after the rain and everything. Because I was out there. Picture sliced alone did the weather. Mm. Hey, yo, <laughs> bring an umbrella. Absolutely. <laughs> you see what I mean? You got to start throwing things like that in if you're going to beat the competition. Oh, I see. It's a way to prepare the audience. John Travolta, right? He's got the commercial. Right? <laughs> Listen to this. You're going to die. I swear you're going to crack oh, no. up. It's really raining out there, right? Where the galoshes? Things like that. that you know that's, I mean? a, that's a technique. I'm yes. going to let you take it over. Mm, mm. Well, good thing I'm you just giving people another chance to look at me. I gotta. Yeah, good. I'll well, be you, over here. You now. look prepared. You came with sunglasses because <laughs> yeah, yeah. now we have the sun coming through. Exactly. So no the need sun. for the umbrella. Oh, here we have more, we have more uh -oh, company. Uh -oh, Let's just bring, bring everybody this in. This love fest because uh -oh. she's got things to. Did you say what you need to say, Audrey? Yeah, pretty, it's going to be good for the rest of the day. Yes. I, I deal with weather every day. I noticed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like a weather freak. I don't know why they show everything though, like all the surrounding areas. Like who cares? We got to worry about where we are. Well, I'm, I'm showing the U.S. right uh, that now. Was okay. some, that was, oh, see what I mean? The U.S. Yeah. Worry about you. Like in California, <laughs> worry about you. We got to <laughs> worry about us over here. It's gotten to uh, a point where he has, he's sounding like Kumia doing him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then and I love the tra John Travolta as Barbarino. Yeah. The, the <laughs> 1977. Yeah. It's not even from Greece. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And, and the MC Hammer jacket is the greatest. Oh, uh, well, speaking of that, Cameron Soder says he's dressed like Wesley Snipes. From New yes. That is, that is a great look for, uh, for your buddy, Andrew. Uh, I, I, I hope he lets you, uh, borrow that uh that jacket but anyway don thank you for uh being so generous with your time uh please let everybody where they can find your show that jameson show i hear you've got a great guest coming up in the first show of the new year uh well i do i got the uh, german metal queen doro on and uh oh yeah and maybe maybe a, a young uh, uh up-and-coming broadcaster that you might have heard of christian blatt um, and I always appreciate oh, oh. spending Christmas with you and all that kind of stuff. So follow me on my socials and uh, all that stuff. DonJameson.com, the whole thing already. What? And um, got that for uh, my sister <laughs> for this year. It says so, Merry Christmas twat. It's a brick it. she got you. That's right. And uh, uh, well, well, it's, Don, it's thank all about you. the holidays, folks. 
Hey, yeah. I like the hair too, by the way. I don't know what you're doing to it, but it's got a sheen, motherfucker. It looks good. <laughs> Holy Her shit, plus. look at that hair. Dude, I, you look like uh, Mitch Hedberg about two days after he died. Uh, well, uh, I can't follow that one for sure. No, that's that's perfect. And yeah, de- definitely check out uh, Don New Year's Eve in Nashville. Don, thank you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry ha- ben, Happy ben New Mitch Year. Ben still making more money than me. <laughs> and rightfully so. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll thank talk you to you guys. Thanks, Thanks again, Don, uh, Don Jameson. Oh, uh, he's the man. That's awesome uh, having Don on here. Yeah, that was that was great. Uh, you know, and uh, as, as we pointed out, uh, discount Don Jameson said no. So uh, that's why we have actual. He's busy, games. you know. As Julie yeah. uh, keeps him working over there. <laughs> uh, thank Can you. I read this one. Yeah, please. Do, oh, please yeah. Do. You know what? That's a good 70, idea, Carl. Seventy-three candy daddy ninety-three two dollars for the frosted tips fun. Happy birthday, Carla School. Happy birthday. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Frosted tips are not free. Just see so everyone knows. So thank was, you for uh, coming. Was getting frosted tips successfully added as a consequence on the creep off? I oh. caught a little bit yesterday. <laughs> I we wasn't talked sure. about that yesterday. Yeah. I don't okay. know if that's been added officially or not. I, I, I'm just trying to think of who I would uh, rather see with frosted tips, you or Vinny. And uh, I, I think I think we all need to see Vinny with frosted tips. You know, who, 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 how was frosted tips discovered? Did you get out in front of it or did someone bring it up on the show? All right, so here's what happened, Eric. I do not have frosted tips. I don't dye my hair. My hair is what it is. It's I'm going gray. Oh, right? okay. Oh, I don't have right. frosted tips. So I don't react to a lot of threads in our subreddit. But for whatever reason, I saw this thread that Carl's frosting his tips, and everyone's agreeing <laughs> in there. So I had to bring it up at the top of one of the who are these pockets. I'm like, I always forget if I don't do it right now. Let me just bring this up. I don't frost my fucking tips. And ever since then. People think that I'm hiding in plain okay. sight over here, and that I am frosting my tips. But you're not frosting your tips. I don't not frost yet. my fucking I mean, tips. Good, Christian. even though I mean I like. Well, well, yeah. it looks Eric... like it, so it's just naturally frosting. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's the lighting in the studio. I don't know what the fuck it is, but um, I, I like Eric saying he's the best. Because he goes, I've met Carl. I didn't realize that his teeth are crooked or he's fat or he doesn't have a chin. I think his hair looks good. I, I love the level of lying to me that you do. It makes me feel good, Eric. I appreciate it. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's uh, that's why no, I feel like it's my I, birthday. People, oh, people are assholes. But then I don't think that. But then when someone has a joke about your teeth on this on the chat, I can't. I got to go with it. We've had some good ones recently. Understood. I'm with you on that. Good instincts. Yeah. Let's let's remember that, uh, you know, Eric, you did point out that uh, Carl might have resembled that that piranha that we had on the show. (laughs) With the teeth. Fuck you! So I'm just saying that uh, it's not it's not all compliments, Carl. Yeah. So he, no, you guys no, are familiar. You guys are familiar with the uh, the Nashville Predators, the NHL team. Sure. So, so yeah, picture Nash. their the, picture their logo. We're in Nashville for WATP Live, and we're driving by the arena, and they have the logo up there. And Vinny goes, "Hey, look at Carl. It's you." <laughs> And I'm looking at it right now. He actually made stickers called Rochester Predator. And it's a little bit more looking like me, but with the Nashville Predators logo. Yeah. And if you yeah. believe Eric Zane, he thinks that this looks like you. I don't think it looks like you. Okay. Actually. All right. Well, I mean, it depends. It depends on who's who's. Oh, fuck. There it is. There's. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway. All right. Well, we, we're we're having fun. We're doing it. It's happening. Uh, I uh, I have one more before we get into some more of uh, Carl's favorite people. Uh, I have uh, one from the local news file that uh, I wanted to touch on. Uh, so obviously, uh, <laughs> fast food is uh, something that's very personal to some people. I've gotten into actual arguments about how terrible I think Whataburger is. And uh, there's questions as to what's actually worth your time, you know, taking the time to actually wait. And uh, Idaho just got their first In-N-Out burger. And uh, there's a, some idea that uh, it's worth the wait. And uh, I, I may or may not uh, have an opinion on this, but uh, let's hear what they have to say here. Uh-oh. Are we reading lips or how are we doing? Yeah, this I, I, oh. I, wasn't, I thought I thought I was the only okay, one. Okay, so that's hear. me. fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's 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 my bad. All right, my mistake. Oh if my you need, god! If you need me to kill time, I've got something. We, if we have some, yeah, if we have some uh, chats. Oh, to good. Get to, well, yeah, because yeah, this nice person, uh, super happy, fun chatter, threw twenty-two dollars at it. Nice. And is really getting leaning into the sign off for Christian. I don't even want to read it because I don't. I mean, some of you can see it, obviously, but we're going to. No, no, it's fine. We just have to let uh, uh, Happy Fun Chatter know that I'll read it at the end of the show. Remember, we had somebody that one time we thought we didn't read it, but uh, I will read it at the end of the show. Uh, I do. I'll read it right now. What are you guys afraid of? I, (laughs) Christian Blatt. Thought freeing the slaves was a bad idea until I got a BJ from a black dude by the entrance to the Lincoln Tunnel for only twenty bucks. If blacks aren't free, their prices are the next best thing. <laughs> Jeez, See, Christ. this somebody this, this gets fun it. chatter is a fun chatter. Yeah, well that done. is a super happy fun chatter. Uh, anyway, I uh, look forward to saying that. Uh, but what I look forward to more is somebody spending twenty four dollars to just send a super sticker. But. Uh, my point I was trying to make before, uh, you know, really trying to show off that uh, piranha really fucked everything up. So that's what I get, Carl. Oh, good, good. job, Carl. Yeah. Glad. Wait, this yeah. is my show. Hold on a second. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. It's it's, it's your whole network. So uh, they opened their first in and out in Idaho. Week we learned the answer to the age-old question: How long would you wait in line just for an in and out burger? At the store's first location in Idaho, some patrons had to wait as long as eight hours. Oh. The Southern California oh burger God. chain opened its newest location in Meridian, Idaho, a city just outside of Boise. This week's opening uh, featured customers even braving cold temperatures to camp out overnight. Just so I, I can I can't imagine waiting eight hours, you know, for for pretty much anything. How long would you, would you guys wait for an In-N-Out burger? Uh, is it measured uh, okay. in minutes? Yes. Let me explain this. The name of the place in and out burger. OK, <laughs> drive in, drive out, drive through. I love In-N-Out Burger. Where I live, we do not have them. Whenever I'm on the West Coast, I make a trip to the In-N-Out Burger. But the reason why it's so great is because there are three menu items you can order. A cheeseburger, a double cheeseburger, and fries. It should not take more than eight minutes to get an In-N-Out Burger, not eight hours. I, I agree, and uh, you know, it, it took me about uh, eight minutes to get this that I have oh. right here. So I don't know what those uh, assholes in Idaho are talking about. But what about you, Eric? 
Oh yeah, you go ahead and feed your face. I wouldn't wait for anything for even if if in my town they had one of those things that it was like a statue of Jesus crying blood. And I wouldn't wait five minutes to see that fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, if he's crying blood, I would probably wait ten minutes. But I, I hold on point. a second. Does does Jesus crying blood grant wishes? Like well, you know I, I, might, I might wait around for a little bit. Yeah, they always they say it does, but it's like ah, whatever. Yeah. They say it does. Trick Switch of the light. <laughs> All right, uh, the day of his daughter's comedy. wedding or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to grant your uh, your desires. Yeah. Uh, so I so I make fun of uh, Howard Stern for being a prop comic, and then I do the same thing. So uh, everybody wins. But Carl, is it your, is your is, birthday. It, I'm We're, sorry. Isn't there a Bible but, verse on the bag? Did you read your Bible verse? There's a there's if there's uh, Revelation three twenty. So somebody in the chat, look up what Revelation three twenty is. But that is uh, that is actually on here. Revelation oh. three twenty. Yeah. Carl, I thought Carl, you, Chick Fil A was the churchy one. I didn't know you knew that. If I you did. look on, in this fry container, the bottom of the cup, there's Bible verses. The guy who owns it is the Jesus freak. Yeah. No so, shit. He's not a shitty businessman like the guy who started Chick-fil-A. They're open on Sunday. Like He's like, oh, I yeah. realize how much more money we can make. That's, that's 52 days a year where we're not making yeah. any money. Uh, Carl, it's your birthday. We are here to celebrate you and the aforementioned Frosted Tips. And as part of that, I have put together some clips of some of your favorite people. And I know one of them you know, but I want to share something with you that I know your buddies, uh, Drew and Mike, had Corey Feldman on KTLA here in Los Angeles. And we do have some stuff from that. But what I feel like you haven't seen is an appearance that your boy Corey made on the uh, Fox affiliate in San Diego, where in that appearance, he tells a story that I think definitely hundred percent actually happened and there's no way that it's even remotely made up so i'm running through the airport i'm late for a plane and this you know this is after you get through security so the paparazzi can't be there it's like oh. you know security people on the planes only and so i'm running to make my plane i've got my bag and i'm running with my security i got my hat on and my glasses on i'm looking down some guy taps me on the back of the shoulder he goes are you corey feldman i'm like how did you recognize me my head is down my glasses are on my hat's on what do you he goes yeah but you know what he goes, I got to admit something. I'm a young guy. I'm like under 20. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I only know your music and you as, as a musician. So I'm not familiar with your past work. I said, then how did you recognize me? He goes, from the back of your head. I, I couldn't mistake what? your hair anywhere because it's you. I was like, that's crazy. Bullshit. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, look, I think there's a lot of people who can probably recognize Corey Feldman by the back of his head, but it doesn't have anything to do with his music career. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, that's one of your favorite uh, members of our chat, uh, Eric. Yeah, JFK Hedgehog with He Smelled the Stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the, that, that fucking guy is really bizarre to me. I just... We I, I can imagine Corey was singing one of his songs very loudly with his headphones yeah. on running through the airport. <laughs> so maybe that's why they were like, come back, kid. Is that him? Yeah. Come back, king, whatever that song is. Who's, who's this out of breath asshole singing uh, <laughs> Ascension Millennium? Right. Uh, so he has a lot of things to promote right now. And uh, he did make an appearance here in L.A. on KTLA. And uh, let's uh, let, let's let's see how the appearance gets kicked off. Uh, we know him from Lost Boys, The Goonies, Stand no. By Me, a ton of classics. And now working with uh, our friends at Funko for the release, Corey Feldman, of a Corey Feldman, not one Funko Pop, 
but a pair of Funko Pops. Nice. How's it possible? I've got a great pair of Pops. I apparently <laughs> do. But what, what does this feel like? And for the uninitiated. So he's got a great pair of Pops. That's, uh, you know, and then he just kind of looks around. Uh, now, I did I, I did check out your buddy Drew and Mike's coverage of this, and uh, one of them did characterize Corey's hair as having a tendril. Is this the Corey that you love, Carl, the where he's got, you know, he's got like a leftover Michael Jackson or maybe Andrew Dice Clay jacket and uh, his, his hair's unkempt and he's just selling himself. I feel like this should be the Corey that speaks to you. Imagine. This is what you're, you have an interview that's on at what, 7 a.m.? What time is the show on? 6 a.m.? And yeah, this, this is what? the way you dress. This is, <laughs> you get up at 3 30 a.m. to get your hair all slicked back and everything perfect, your shades on, your outfit. At what point do you not commit suicide? At which point of that morning routine? Wow. I mean, there's been so many other times where Corey probably should have, you know, considered uh, uh, going to what Greenland, is, as our friend Dick Matthews. What is he say. doing? It, it's <laughs> especially when you're sitting with other people with suits on. Like you got to b- bring it down a little bit. You're not on stage right now, Corey. It's fine. You can have you can have morning attire, Corey, and you'll be forgiven for it. Abby Normal yeah. referring to him as Young Grandpa Munster. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, he uh, he kicks it into uh, high self shill mode here. It's a little bit of a longer clip, but uh, the uh, the the local anchor has a great comment for him at the end. So let's uh, we'll pause it as we go through. And I've up until this point, I've had a mouth one uh, from Goonies. I've had a Edgar Frog. One. Sorry, he's talking about how there have been pop vinyls. Yeah, this is what he's uh, on to sell, as we mentioned. But there have been ones for his characters before. And I've up until this point, I've had a mouth one uh, from Goonies. I've had an Edgar Frog one from Lost Boys, Donatello from Ninja Turtles, but there's never been an actual Corey Feldman doll because, you know, they license characters from movies. But now that I've kind of become more successful in my music career, I wanted to uh, pause there in case there's uh, any thoughts you have about that, Carl, about that he's become more successful in his music career. And he that's definitely has. He's opening for Limp Biscuit. This is a guy who just a couple of years ago was playing at double A ballparks in the atrium. That's where his band was getting bunched. He's playing between the third and fourth innings. And now this... Wow, is this an example of fake it till you make it? Because that sounds pretty good, frankly. <laughs> no, no shit. And now this guy's opening for Limp Biscuit. And, and uh, don't get me wrong, it's a joke tour. But I guarantee they're going to sell a lot of tickets to that tour. Yeah. I think I might be making a trip to Detroit to come and see it uh, when, when it goes through town. Uh, uh, Nicola, he must have stood up in the jacuzzi. Thank you. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right, the so he's, uh, route. <laughs> he's, uh, he's hard selling this pop vinyl. They felt I should be in a pop icon series. So this is a special edition. Both of them are special edition. So you can't find them in any hmm? stores. You can only find them on my website at coreyfeldman.net. Or I will be appearing one time, one time only with them in person, live in person, where I will sign them for everybody. I will sell them there in person. And that's going to be next weekend at a place called Decon, Designer Con, which will be in Anaheim, California. At As oh. Drew Lane always points out, he makes everything so difficult. All of his plugs, yeah, they all have multiple steps you have to go through. He has that box that he's been selling. And he goes, okay, so where can we find this box set? All right, 
You got to have a special, you go to my website, you got to have a special code. There's a hidden link. When you find the link, you put in the special code. <laughs> when you get there, you can then purchase it, but only if you could solve a riddle. And then once you solve that riddle, I'll autograph it and send it out to you. But you have to, no, this, this is the best. He goes, if you want me to cite it, order it. Send it to me. I'll sign it, and then I'll send it back to you. Like, yeah. no, this is too many steps, Corey. Just sign it and send it out. I, I think as he explains here, he's figured out the, the signature process, uh, how it works out. One, you can go to something called Decon. I've lived here for 20 years. I didn't know that Decon was a, a con where people go and yeah. sign things. Isn't, that, isn't that what kills rats? Decon? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're in a big lawsuit right now, I think. Yes. Holy yeah. shit. Well, well, with, with Corey Feldman. Uh, all right. Well, he wants to make sure people know about this event. In Anaheim, California at the convention center. And I will be there the 15th, 16th, and 17th. All three days to sign and sell my very original Funko Pop, which, again... That's the only time, at least this year, that I'm going to do it. And there's a big rumor on the street that we're going to sell out at no. that convention. So I... Guys, the Funko Pop is dressed more appropriately than Corey is on this show. It looks more indoors. You don't need glasses. Yes. Funko. Jesus Christ. Where do you guys think the rumor started that they're going to sell out? uh, (laughs) I'm just wondering, was there a guy dressed like a mini Michael Jackson with uh, sunglasses on at 830 in the morning? Um, Look at the look. I'm sorry. The look on the no. anchor's face right now—he's thinking, "Holy shit, I'm gonna kill myself." Look at that. I can't believe I'm—I can't believe I'm doing six minutes of this. Where's Doug Stanhope? That would go a lot better. Uh, and and uh, Carl, I want you to know, I did look into buying one of these for you for your birthday. Oh, They're yeah. eighty dollars, and I decided I'd rather—I'd rather buy you a few rounds. Uh, Thank you for not buying this for me. I like he—he he said earlier, he goes, "This is the, the very original Funko Pop." Talking about how this was an original one. They all look exactly the same. Funko Pops are so, so stupid. Yeah. They're the they dumbest know. collectible ever. You can pop anything's <laughs> name on anything. And be like, oh, that was a Ninja Turtle. Okay, sure. But, but Carl, these are limited. I don't think you understand why oh, these right. ones are so valuable. Tell everybody, pre-order from my website. You can get them right now at CoreyFeldman.net. And up until the 15th, which is when the kind of the cutoff is for post office to actually get them there by Christmas. So we spent all day yesterday filling hundreds of orders, hundreds of boxes, signing them all, packaging them all, and getting them to the post office today so they can hit people's Christmas trees by December 25th. Now, when he said, just before he said now, everyone in that room was like, okay, Okay. He's done. And no. then they hear now. <laughs> he goes yeah. on to the next layer. That, dude, oh, that's usually Gene the, the, Simmons the, is, is watching this and going, you're, you're selling way too hard here, Corey. Oh, well, you, you got to pull the reins a little bit. Carl, I'm so glad you said that. Now, December 15th is, of course, the con. So we, we're right. telling everybody once we hit that con, right. I can't promise you we're going to have any left. So there you go. There you, um, go. Oh. you should spend, or have you spent time with Gene Simmons? Because they, 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 you know, <laughs> similar genes. Well, we're both Jewish. There so we go. You've got that. <laughs> um, He's like, I'm not touching Jewish. that one, asshole. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're both Jewish. I got a couple jokes for that. Oh, wait, never mind. Oh, yeah, no, God. not this year. Oh, if this was last year, I could have. Dude, this but, anchor is sitting there thinking, this was my dream job. This was my goal in life to be on television in LA and look at me now. Careful what you wish for. Yeah. Talk well, about um, no uh, awareness. 
You know what? It's 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 always a little bit disconcerting when you have someone who is not aware. Yes. You know, and they're 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 really thinking that there's something spectacular. He's all in, and and everyone is in on the joke except him. Wow. Yeah. That's well, why we love him. Yeah, I think that is why we love him. And uh, if you were wondering how exciting it might be, this is sort of what Don was talking about when you get to the Wikipedia questions. How exciting is it to be a pop vinyl? Close was it exciting to you when they called you and said, hey, we want to do this? Um, beyond exciting. Beyond exciting. Because, you know, first of all, I'm a big kid. I love toys. I love kids. I love, you know, I'm a dad. Oh. So there's... Probably not something that oh, we should no. go around saying these days that we love kids. But yeah. uh, this freeze frame for our visual audience is what I wanted to get. So assuming that this is at his house, the, there's no, that, the that's a wax and... museum. That's not at his house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I sit corrected, Carl. There's no way that this, that's a human being, is it? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't look anything like Corey Feldman. This is a terrible wax museum. Uh, who was that? Remember that fucking... Uh, 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 Neo, the goddamn what was the movie with Keanu Reeves? The Matrix. Yeah, uh, the Matrix. Yes, and he's yeah. we are, that, that hot chick. That's what he looked looks yes. like. He looks like her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's loving every minute of There's it. There's always that kind of connection of like you you know you want to play, you want to have fun, right. but then you have like the idea that <laughs> hey, when it cool? I really just wanted to get to that picture. Oh, no. He's like, you know Look what? This, how great it is. You know, know what this reminds me of? In the side. Sorry, go ahead, Carl. You know, this what this reminds me of my, when my wife and I moved in together. I had boxes and boxes of Eddie Nebula and the Plague CDs. It's my old band that I was in. And I and then Jen was in this band and she had boxes and boxes of her CDs. Like those boxes you're seeing will be in his basement for 50 more years. Uh, I'm going to have to uh, get rid of it. I'm going to have to disagree with you, Carl, because there's a rumor on the street that they're going to sell out. Uh, uh, Those boxes will be there, but they'll be they'll be empty. Uh, I'm glad that you uh, mentioned the big tour that Corey has, because uh, the anchor uh, does, a, I think, a decent job of feigning uh, interest or being impressed by it. I don't know if you guys heard, but we just right. announced a huge tour oh, wow. for next summer. I'm going to be touring with Limp Biscuit. Oh, my God. And uh, the California. So he, he used his oh, wow, the first time. He's like, yeah. he's like well, you got a huge, cor- a huge tour. Oh, wow. And I'm opening for Limp Biscuit, And uh, he's like, uh, oh, I've already pretended to be in. Oh, my God. And uh, the California <laughs> show is going to be out at the Glen Helen Pavilion, which is only 65,000 seats. No big. So, I, Carl, you know I agree I, with I, you. I, I want to jump ahead. in real quick. He, Go ahead, Eric. despite the joke, he does a fine job of really framing it in a way that he's bigger than anything that we've ever seen. We have to actually check ourselves and say, wait a minute. No, no, he's definitely fucked up. But for anyone who ever hears him talk, there's a brief instant in time where you actually think maybe I'm the crazy one. That's the ludicrousness of this because he does a really good job of hyping himself up. Hey, I don't know if you guys have heard, but, you know, he, he doesn't slur his words. He he presents it all OK, but it's all insane. You know, it's well, it's, it's remarkable. Also, I don't think that show he's talking about is sold out yet. He's like, you know, we're playing this place that has 65,000 seats. How many will be empty is my question. Right. Yeah, that, that that is definitely what I was uh, going to I don't know anyone I, who's, who's interested to see Limp Biscuit. The only thing that's good about him touring with them is I can leave early and get out of the parking lot. <laughs> 
I heard uh, I heard Sam Roberts talking about seeing Limp Biscuit at Madison Square Garden, and uh, there couldn't have been a bigger curtain in the arena from the way he described it. It was, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was good seats down on the floor, still available. And uh, I don't know if uh, adding Corey Feldman is uh, is going to really add on to uh, to dude. The he might be headlining before the tour is over. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Real, real quick. Can I jump in? Because yeah, yes. I, is that does that mean E flat nay? What am I seeing there? Uh, it says nay. happy birthday to you, Carl. Hey, uh, thank you. From uh, from Glasgow, Scotland. Take piss out of my action figure collector channel anytime. Phoning your folks later to tell them you're oh. an A plus. <laughs> All right, okay. sounds good. And yeah. uh, Brian Kowalczyk says saw him in Jersey, packed. Threw down. <laughs> no shit, Brian. I am jealous. I that's awesome. I I attended a a friend of mine had a, a big fiftieth birthday party. It's uh, somebody that Carl knows, and uh, he invited Corey Feldman because he wanted him to sing Ascension Millennium there. And it's the only reason he invited him. And uh, Corey like took the mic and like said hi to people, but he was not giving a free performance for any any no matter who was having the party. So I was this close to seeing Corey Feldman perform live. Wow! But, uh, had Damn. To, yeah, I know. Dust Clouds uh, sends four ninety nine. That little bit of hair is for his male partners to hang on to. <laughs> about that. I don't and, know. I don't think there's any rumors about that with uh, Corey no, Feldman. No, I don't. I don't believe so. Liam McEnany. The Corey Feldman box set is now discounted twenty five. Is it really? I gotta look I, that I, up. It probably. I was gonna is. say, knowing Liam, that's not a joke. He did the yeah, research, and he's I, I uh, considered. That is true. <laughs> he wants me to go halvesies with him. Um, we. <laughs> We would be done playing clips from Corey Feldman from this appearance, except for the fact that the still photo they bring up looks like this. You can take a visit to DesignerCon, which is going to happen the 15th (laughs) through the 17th Anaheim Convention Center. Ticket information there is designercon.com. Pre-order the Funko at Corey's website. Can you pause it? Yep. So that look on his face is kind of like, Oh, geez, are you guys here already? I was just going to bed. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. this is just what he's, I wear. For for our audio audience, it's uh, basically he's dre- dressed like, I don't know, the little brother of a Chippendales dancer. You know, wow. he's, he's borrowing one of their large oversized jackets. And uh, yeah, the, the anchor says, nice photo. And uh, Corey says, I know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the wired Christian says, that's a fuck me face. Okay. <laughs> You say so. <laughs> well, before we get to our main entree, which is just minutes away, uh, I do need to visit with another one of Carl's favorite people. And for that, we go over to politics. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics? Now, the actual interview is... 90 minutes, and uh, I have just a little teaser. I think we'll have to get to this on a future episode, but uh, I don't know if you got to see this, Carl. But uh, two of your favorites sat down. Tucker Carlson interviewed Alex Jones, and uh, they had some thoughts about the uh, current occupant of the White House. You see the system, the media going after Biden, and he deserves it, but they were covering it up until now. Now they're covering the laptop. Now they're covering attack on the dog. Now they're covering, you know, all of his senility. All the corruption, the Chinese spies. Attacking a dog. What a pig he is. And that's just a taste of what you can get from from You fucking know all about this shit. (laughs) Fuck. What a pig he is. (laughs) I I don't know, Tucker. I thought the Chinese spies sounded a little bit uh, more concerning to me, but okay. Yeah. 
But if it's Carl's birthday and we're spending time with politics, obviously who everybody wants to see is, of course, gentleman known as 45. Um, but I think if you had a real election and Jesus came down and God came down and said, I'm going to be the scorekeeper here, I think would win there. I think would win in Illinois and I think would win in New York, which is all places that in theory. We talked wow. about uh, bleeding from his eyes, Jesus earlier. Do you think bleeding from his eyes, Jesus would be able to uh, run a fair election in this country? We can leave it out of rhetorical question if no one wants to jump in. But... I mean, are mail-in ballots, uh, they have to be signed? <laughs> what are we talking about here? Uh, they have to be signed, but can they all be signed by the same person? I guess that's really the question. You but are fake he... news. <laughs> one last visit with uh, Donald Trump uh, talking about uh, somebody we've uh, featured a, a good amount on this show. Ron DeSantis. I love when they say, we really want to run against Donald Trump. That's the one we want. How did they do in 2016, by the way? We want way. Donald Trump. We don't want to run against Ron DeSanctimonious with his high heels <laughs> and his bobblehead bullshit, you know. And People ask why anyone loves this guy. He's oh. he's at a he's in a tuxedo, a big fundraiser, and he's like, and his bobblehead bullshit and oh high heels. Oh my god! Come on. Have you, by the way, seen an image of him with next to his son Baron recently? No. Uh, Baron's a tall drink of water. Is it? He's say. six yes. foot seven. <laughs> that kid who was we remember the little kid from 2016. Yeah. He's a goddamn sure. monster now. Yeah. And he can't, Jesus he can't even be on the bench for the Nets. Yeah, <laughs> What's I mean, this kid doing? Feed that kid the fucking ball. Right. He, still, he still looks like he's getting ready to shoot up a school, but I mean, the dude, yeah. he's got to have some fucking game. You don't want to go in the paint against him. That's for sure. Oh, fuck that. Well, Carl, the reason why I was uh, able to lean on you on point to point to come in on the show today is because I promised something that'll be living over here in our talk show segment. I said, can you dig it? And I believe you have a drop you could use, but uh, also if you want to explain Balin Dupree, because uh, Eric, I don't know how well uh, associated you are with uh, TikTok superstar Balin Dupree. Oh, Do you know that, anything about her? That Tourette's, that Tourette's girl? Oh, okay, yes. Yes, I know, it, I know it from you introducing it through Carl. Well, yeah, I mean, I think anybody who knows Carl's at least heard a little bit about Balin Dupree. Is that accurate, Carl? Yeah, we love Balin on Who Are These Socials. We've been checking her out for quite some time. And the big debate has always been, is it real? And I think that's the thing because Tourette's is real and having ticks is real, but having hilarious ticks and Tourette's <laughs> seems put on. Yeah. And it's funny because Chris Cuomo, we're going to see, runs into the same yeah. thing that everyone does because I saw Balin was on a uh, podcast recently and the podcast host goes, you're just so funny, Balin. We, we love you. You're so funny. Is she funny? Because if she is, then this is fake. Yeah. Because she's not if it's, she's not writing jokes. If it's real, you should not be laughing at her. You know? Right. If it's real, <laughs> then it's not funny. If yeah. you if you're like me, you think it's very funny. 
And uh, as we'll see, Chris Cuomo has uh, some issues, uh, uh, you know, sort of sitting through some of it. Uh, This is his intro. So we understand where he's coming from. And maybe for people who need a little reminder of uh, who Balin is. Yeah. Yeah. Hoorah, hoorah, hoorah. That's all I have to tell you. Go yourself, scumbag. Now, when I was first introduced to Balin, I thought she was just a great comedic actor and, you know, <laughs> doing blue material, whatever you want to call it. Corinne, uh, who does all the styling here, said, no, you're wrong. This is the real deal. Then my 13-year-old, Cha-Cha, said, no, this is who she is. And then Dusty Shh. said it. And everybody knew Cha-cha. it but me. Uh, and now I'm totally devoted to what she's doing because it's so brave. And I'm not going to censor her. Yeah, she's going to say some things that you would not want to say yourself, let alone have said to you, which is probably going to be my position. But as I told Balin just moments ago, she's not going to say anything to me that my whole team hasn't wanted to say since the day that they met me. <laughs> is that right, Fredo? Is, that what you, is she going to call you Fredo? <laughs> well, no, not that. That's that's that's, that's an insult. That's a and slur. That's the I, N-word for us. <laughs> when I first saw this clip, I was so disappointed because I guess in the, the clip of Balin they show, it's bleeped. Fortunately, Balin is not. So uh, we get her uh, her real thoughts. And uh, as as Chris is uh, pointing out, she is going to speak her truth to us right here. And Balin Dupree joins us now. All right, kid. Thank you very much for coming on. Already and insulting. What do you hope you can do by taking the risks that you take so people can understand what you're dealing with? I'm sorry. Do you mind repeating the question? Fuck off. I, I want to stop there for a second, Carl. I've I, I, look. I think you might have uh, done just a tad more studying of Balin than I have. I've never seen her flustered by a question before. Now I know that's this isn't the style I usually see her in. But uh, w- w- were you surprised that she was like, "I'm not going to just run with uh, put the ranch down" or something? She's like, "Let me have him rephrase it." Uh, I don't. Know, this didn't well, seem like Balin to me. It's such a dumb question because it's brave is the word they like to throw out. They like to pretend that Balin. Oh, it's so brave. No, no, no. Having shitty teeth and frosted hair and then going on YouTube. Wait, did I just say that? No. She loves to talk about how brave, you know, how do you do this? It's so brave of you. She's a TikToker who has over 9 million followers on TikTok. She makes a living because she's an interesting. Why is that brave? I don't, I don't Correct. understand that. Correct. Correct. She's she's also lucky that the goddamn world is the way it is. She's lucky that the technology is so that anybody at home can be interesting. It's fantastic. Yeah. She's also lucky she has triple D's. I don't know if you've seen what she looks like without a sweatshirt. No, yeah. no, I haven't. I, I feel like there's been a lot of comments about her breasts. How, how old is this person, by the well, way? Well, that, that was what I was going to bring up because she's never looked younger than she does in this image right here. But, yeah, how old is she for real, Carl? She's 21. She turned 21 right. this summer. Does she Perfect. say, oh, my God, look at my tits? Does she talk about them? No. No. Never. Okay. In no, fact, uh, people like to ask her like what it's like to have uh, ticks and uh, to have sex, and she does not appreciate that question. Oh, okay. She does not, right. she does not answer that question. I, I can imagine that it's dangerous for both testicles would be the answer <laughs> oh, that I would give oh. to that. <laughs> well, Chris is going to try to set it up some more. Why do you, what do you want people to learn? Um, I want people to learn that um, Tourette's, <laughs> Is neural is a neurological involuntary motor and vocal disorder. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Um, I don't tick twenty four seven, and there's a lot of. 
little baby weenies, fuck off. Fuck you, Chris. There's a lot of things <laughs> that people don't understand. Yes. Like, people think that cussing is in, is with everyone who has Tourette's syndrome, but it's only in 10% of people with Tourette's. Oh, that's the golden ticket. You're lucky. Yep. That's now, fucking great. Now, how do you develop? She just developed a brand new tick. Fuck you, Chris. Yeah. Immediately on the show. And this is where I applaud Balin. I know you're faking it, but I love it anyway. Congratulations, uh, Balin. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. No, good uh, appearance, Balin. Good you're, appearance. You're eating into this, the, the whole premise of this. You think she's faking it? I don't know what she's doing would make you think that this isn't a, a real affliction that she has, especially squeezing this in in the last second. <laughs> <laughs> just a little uh, she's uh, like oh wait, i hadn't done enough <laughs> and yeah i think that uh i was glad that she worked in little baby wieners it's almost like if you know if you went to see the wrong stones and they didn't play satisfaction exactly you know? uh but chris has some trouble we saw it a little bit in this clip but this is where it, it you really start to see that like oh wait I, i've got a camera on me i can't react to this the way that you know carl and blind mike would and how has it been as you've gotten more famous? Do you believe that people are understanding better or are they dopes like me who think you're acting? I say it's, I say it's the same. I think there's a lot more people that don't understand what Tourette's is and um, they like to educate themselves more. So I get thousands of DMs from parents, from teachers, from girls that have been diagnosed with Tourette's and they've had to be kicked out of school for attention seeking because they rip up, they rip up their homework or do things like that. Come on, I've do it. Parents do it. reach out Quit to me asking beautiful. me, oh, my son's coming home with a girlfriend and his girlfriend has Tourette's syndrome. <laughs> so, and then I also get very evil people that would comment and say like, <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Chris. Lick your baby weenie. Blam up your ass. Butter your own biscuit, fat ass. That have told me. Had you ever heard butter your own biscuit, fat ass before, Carl? That seemed like I, a new one to me. I have heard that one. Oh, okay. That's a great uh, one. Yeah, it's a deeper poll. Has, that, <laughs> have, has she ever dropped the N-word? To my knowledge, no. She has and, not. And and I think that that's probably the, the number one thing to point to for people who don't think it's real. If it was yeah. really uncontrollable, right. I feel like it, she would have to. I, I uh, am not convinced this is real. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe uh, you'll come around like Chris Cuomo. You know, he says that he's he's a dope who thinks it's not real. Uh, but uh, he's having some trouble in the, the last few seconds of this clip. Badass that have told me that my parents deserved <laughs> to die in a car accident because oh my God, it's I'm faking. Worst time to be laughing, too. Chris, <laughs> what are you doing? You have one job to do, and that's not to react like you're watching TikTok right now. You're not watching TikTok right now. <laughs> I know. There's that moment when he hears, you know, there's probably a, a slight delay. He hears in his ear uh, that my parents should be dead, and he's like, okay, I need to get this look off my face. My parents <laughs> deserved to die in a car accident because oh, no. I'm faking no, my condition no, no, no. or people have told me that, there, like, I've had to have the police at my house. Uh, can I just point out. something out? I did not say which way I wanted their parents to die. Okay, so she's making that part up. Yeah, I exactly. Have a reference. Yeah, it is probably you know just uh, I, I don't know in, in the you know in a lot of different ways it can happen. My location and said so they're gonna come torch my house. Like it's crazy. Here's fuck the off. thing. Fuck off. She gets in an extra fuck off. All right, so 
Chris, I think that moment where he like almost loses it while she's talking about people, you know, making death threats to her family. That's when he realizes, okay, I gotta, I gotta try to wrap this up. But uh, also, people are watching this for a reason. So uh, this is our, this is our final clip here of uh, Balin Dupree on News Nation with Chris Cuomo. Here's the thing: clinically, people suck, and they're mean. Yeah. And they're stupid, oh, and they God. try to make themselves feel better by going after others. Okay. And you are the antidote, my young friend, because oh. you have my kids. <laughs> you have my kids repeating your lines, so that it's almost become cool. And not which uh, which lines do you think uh, you would want your children saying, uh, yeah. Eric? You've heard you've heard enough of her to know. Do you want them running around saying little baby wieners? Yeah, you fuck or, off and just yeah. say fuck off, Dad. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off, Chris Cuomo. Well, oh. that they probably should say. Jesus. Not because, you know, it's raunchy. It's because you're being real and you're living your truth. Bullshit. And they love it. They love the bravery of it. And so oh. do I. And I love how you've changed your mission. You were at university. COVID was tough for you, tougher than for most, right? Really blew up your symptoms. And and now, Carl, that seems to feed into something I know you guys were talking about on Who Are These Socials recently, is that uh, she talks about how she didn't have this really in high school or anywhere that anybody knew her. So even in college before it closed down for COVID, right? She's like, yeah, yeah, really, that's when it started happening. Not where anybody who remembers me would be able it to It does seem suspicious when she was talking about how back in high school, she had like five ticks a day and she could control them. So none of this, her classmates knew she had this. I can only imagine. How many people are watching who graduated with her going, but she's totally making all this up. I was in, I was in health class with her. I was in science biology with her. Also, is Chris Cuomo British? All of a sudden, just like, did he just say when you went to university? Yeah, I, I'm glad you caught that. I did think that was odd that he referred to it as university. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, all right. Oh wait, we Simon got, three forty three uh, for four ninety nine says you name it, I screw it. Line it up, little baby wiener. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. You name it, I screw it. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. And then uh, 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 73 <laughs> Caddy Daddy 93 thinks Carl is pounding his pud. Where's your hands? <laughs> Carl, no frosting the tip. You know what? We we cannot see your hands right now. That's Listen, a great point. I knew we were going to go over this, so I beat off to Balin before the show started, guys. <laughs> All right. I'm a pro. Right. That may, makes it a, a lot easier. All right. Let's, uh, now you want to be a physical therapist because exercise <laughs> helps you and you believe it's a way that you can help others. A personal trainer, right? As hysterical as she is, uh, is, is this who you would want as your personal trainer? Yes. Or physical therapist? Hey, Chris, okay. Yes. Yep. I'm, I'm making an offer as we speak. I'm typing up an offer to her. <laughs> uh, Eric, you feel like uh, she's she's somebody you want putting her hands on you? Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, everybody working out sucks, for God's sake. I mean, that's, uh, you're getting strong and you're entertained. I, absolutely. Yes, so I go to the gym five days a week and I go to a workout class, um, splitting it throughout the week. Um, I love exercise. My boyfriend got me into it. Um, I've been doing it for about a year now. <laughs> hey, hey, honey, you should probably work out. <laughs> hey, I got you a treadmill for Christmas. It's like, He's like, yeah, why, why do you think I put up with all this bullshit? All right. Uh, let's, uh, you know, there's, there's no COVID now. All right, go ahead. Let's uh, get on the treadmill. Um, I love it. It's my, it's my release. Um, I obviously go to the gym and I wear headphones and that's also a very big factor in how 
fuck off, fuck Colin, fuck that bitch. Um, that's also a really big, like, part. In I, I do want to comment. So this is her boyfriend in this image that uh, Chris is showing right now, right, Carl? Yes. I mean, what, like, 13 inch cock. I don't, I don't understand how possible that doesn't make any sense to me. And yes, I know she's weird and she pretends that she has these ticks, but this guy, <laughs> I, look, I'm just saying it, uh, it's a little hard to believe. Oh, and Christ, uh, can't they just be two young kids in love? Come on. Yeah. And, uh, we did, uh, we did want to be able to, uh, let oh, Eric no. uh, get a look at what's going on right there. All right. Yeah, so now, I, now yeah. you can see her. I, okay. Look, it, the whole thing, look, the ticks might be fake, but it uh, looks like something else might be real. Okay? Um, fuck off. Fuck Colin. Fuck that bitch. Um, that's also a really big like, part in my journey was starting out with him. Well, I love seeing him in the videos. You guys have a great bond. I love everything about your family, and I love the story you're telling the people what and up? living your truth. You're and done. My kids. You're done. My, you know what? I am done. I got to go to phone calls because they're blowing up with support for you. Blow so I hope you can watch it at home and listen to everybody who wants to say great things to you. Blow up that wiener. Uh, Carl, do you think that uh, he was out of time or he realizes I'm just going to lose it? So I have to, I maybe have to, you know, Doug Stanhope this segment by is a it, minute or let two. Let me ask you this, Christian. Is it, in my world, I've been sent these clips by everyone, right? Obviously, yeah. we've been talking about Balin Dupree for a while, but I feel like this actually made some pretty big news for Chris Cuomo nationally am i wrong about that i mean she no it, it did because i think a lot of people don't even know like he's on the same like this uh, news nation is the same streaming service that uh, bill o'reilly had to settle for so you know when you get disgraced in cable news but you can still generate a lot of money with subscribers uh that's where you end up and i think they so actually wait. do a show together yeah christian are you saying that uh, about this network right. fucking thing sucks <laughs> <laughs> i might be i might be i agree that. i agree uh, I wonder if a bark collar works on Tourette's. You know someone's tried that shit. It's hilarious. God damn. <laughs> yeah, his name's Colin. Uh, well, uh, that is, that is our uh, our Christmas Carl birthday celebration, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. We fit everything into here. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday, by the way. Uh, we'll be doing a Boxing Day show. I think uh, Eric and I will be uh, sharing some of our favorite videos from the year. They asked me for the day off. I said, absolutely not. Yeah. You haven't earned vacation time yet. Hey, yeah. and we're we're excited for those 70 to 91 people who will enjoy it live. Yeah, yes. That's right. Those, those are my favorite people. Boxing day. That's the, still the two, or, two or three times as many as I get on my normal show. Well, if, if people want to become one of the uh, the the chosen twelve, uh, checking out the Eric Zane show, where do they go and do that, Eric? Well, first of all, you can head over to Twitch and just search Eric Zane Live and follow me, and then you can get the show live as it happens Monday through Friday, eight a.m. Eastern Time. There's a bunch of other shit, but I say it in that show, so just check out that show, and we'll go from there. Carl, I know you mentioned this when uh, Eric tried to uh, get his plugs on when you were filling in for Anthony Cumia. I don't understand what is going on with his plugs. It's like you can go to Twitch for a little while, and then you can go. You gets free for a while, then eventually you have to pay for it. And, I guess it's I like, never said that. I never once said that. You <laughs> asshole. It's like a uh, Corey Feldman Funko Pop. I have no idea where to go or what to do. What the fuck? How hard is that? I said go to Twitch. Eric's a live. There it is. I well, can't get more easy. You dicks. I 
I do believe you've streamlined your plug since then. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, Eric Zane Live is is where you need to go. Now, if you're and- in the Central tra- Time Zone, it's free ah. from 7 a.m. till 8. But if you're on the West Coast, I give up. Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking assholes. That's what this is. This and, is bullshit. Uh, Carl, obviously, if people are here, they uh, should already be subscribing to the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel. But what's uh, coming up on tomorrow's midweek episode of WATC? So what we've been doing lately on our midweek episodes is we have our regulars on Lucy Tightbox and Trucker Andy. And we've been competing to see who can find the worst podcast in different categories. Tomorrow's category is mental health. So we'll be checking out the worst podcast in the mental health category and boy, there are a lot of podcasts that deal with mental health for some reason. Because that's what that's what I like to do to relax and unwind is listen to people talk about their mental health. It's always fun. Yeah, that's a good way to take the edge off is uh, hear about mental health. And uh, because you mentioned her uh, for our our boy Eric, uh, there's uh, Lucy Typebox for you right there. Right? Oh I know my you- god! <laughs> <laughs> ow, ow. Although. Although I feel like if I ran that picture by her, she'd be like, let me send you a different one. That's yeah, right. Look, look, it's, look at that mad face. Just beat my yeah. ass. No, you know what she looks like? She looks like a real doll of Lucy type box. <laughs> Eric, I might get that for you next year. If you're a good Shut boy. Your mouth. Shut your mouth. It's a, look, it's a better investment than a Corey Feldman Funko pop. Uh, well, uh, as, uh, I mentioned, uh, we will see you next Tuesday for boxing day and check out my personal podcast, the black cast. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. We did a special episode with the Dabble versus Own Carlos Danger, where we reviewed the Christmas classic Silent Night, Deadly Night. And tomorrow night I'll be doing a show with the entire gang from Shitty Song of the Week, going track by track through the Star Wars Christmas album from 1979. Which, nice. don't confuse it with the Christmas special. The Christmas album is a, a different pile of shit. Well, let me ask you this. What do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already owns a comb? Love and understanding. I, I wish I didn't know the answer, but that's the answer in the song. So. <laughs> Carlos Danger, you just mentioned. Insufferable Bastards podcast, $5 super sticker. Yay, super chats. Thank you, well, Carlos Danger. As uh, as we prepare to sign off, uh, Eric, I do need that uh, $22 uh, chat. Uh, so Merry Christmas. We'll see you next Tuesday. And remember, every mic is a hot mic, but... I, Christian Blatt, thought freeing the slaves was a bad idea until I got a BJ from a black dude by the entrance to the Lincoln Tunnel for only 20 bucks. If blacks aren't free, their prices are the next best thing. Merry Christmas, everybody. Racist. <laughs>